let's talk about Kansas State. So that was uh, my way of saving myself some work for the editing process. And I didn't change the header. So uh, it's Kent State again, I guess. But <laughs> Kansas <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, a K State fan is going to get a hold oh, of this. And welcome just, to oh, the yeah. Schooner Pod. Hello, welcome. Welcome to the Schooner Pod. We're breaking down the Kansas State game. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me, we got Jameson and Ty, as always, just breaking down a quick one for you here. Um, Kansas State, this was supposed to be a 3-0 game. You were supposed to go undefeated, but you had to screw up and lose to Tulane. How dare you? I believed in you. We all believed in you. We were rooting for you. And you go and lose to Tulane? Kansas State, what are you doing? Anyways, uh, K-State's Bobby, coming to Norman. Bobby They're knew he's going to get roasted for K-State losing. It's going to get bad on the weekend spread. Oh, I, man. Blake is going to let I'm, into you. I still I'm have a reminder on my phone about your Chris Kleiman take. To, hey, to they, they to can still it. finish third in the Big 12. They lost. Uh, the the two-lane thing had nothing to do with that. Like, it does not hurt their conference record, thankfully. But, oh, atrocious. Um. So, but but still, this is a Kansas State team that has given OU so many troubles in the past. Um, even though they have that loss, they're still dangerous. I think this is a big game. Um, seven o'clock under the lights. I'm thrilled. Jameson, what's your level of concern going into this Kansas State game? Are you worried about them at all, or do you think this is going to be a relatively easy test for the Sooners? It's not going to be easy. Um, let's not dismiss them because they struggled versus Tulane and didn't look like the Kansas State of the first couple games that we saw. This team still has a potent um, running attack and offense. We can kind of make fun of Martinez, um, but Deuce Vaughn is an animal, and we're going to have to scheme very, very hard against him. He's going to be trouble for us, even if he doesn't have a good game. This is going to be a big test for us. As like I said last week, I wanted to learn a lot how this defense reacts to a high-end passing quarterback in Casey Thompson with two good wide receivers that are athletic and talented. Now we're going against one of the better running backs in the country in Deuce Vaughn, a guy that before that two-lane game was averaging like 130 yards per game, like something around there. I don't have the number in front of me, but it was about that. That This guy is going to test us, and – I'm a little bit nervous about how it's going to go because when you play against that much talent, you never know how it's going to end. But yes, honestly, yeah, Deuce Vaughn, I think we're going to completely have to scheme against him and just focus on him. I do yeah. not believe at all in that K-State passing attack. Adrian Martinez has showed it this whole year. This guy can't even pass for like over 150 yards. I, I don't know what he ended with in this um, the two-lane game, but it seems like that's where he's been hovering around. I'm not scared he, of him passing the Exactly ball. 150. Yes. Okay. So they haven't passed for over 151 yards. So we need to make sure that Deuce Vaughn's not going to be the guy that beat us. And even if we do scheme for him, he's going to have some ga- um, some plays where he slips around. That's just how he is. That's what happens when you're like five foot six. He's going to make those plays. But make Adrian Martinez beat you. Let our D backs show that they have the ability to go one-on-one in coverage. I understand we've been playing a lot of zone, but let's dial up some blitz. Let's do some run blitzes and make K-State beat us through the air. Yeah, and I, I feel like, you know, when you have a home game like that and a crowd like that, you die, like you said, you bring the pressure, you go hard, you go fast, 
and you make them feel that early. Um, and you know, like you said, Vaughn is like that. He feels like a guy who just kills OU, and he did. He has killed us in the past because he's so he's short, he's slippery, he's just like a it's like a little clone of Quentin Griffin out there just murdering us. And you know, OU just I'm fine with scheming against him because you're right, Adrian Martinez has not been impressive. I'll admit that he he has looked rough. Um, I don't think they have you know really solid receivers either. I guess it's just like Malik Knowles, and that's it. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm with, with, uh, Richard Young in the comments. Yeah. You, shut down Deuce Vaughn and just hope. And, and then, yeah, everything else will, will just kind of come through. I, I agree with that. Tell your thoughts on Martinez. Yeah. So Adrian Martinez, uh, I think he's in a better system than he was at Nebraska. I, I wish him the best. Obviously Adrian Martinez, if you, if you didn't know, and you couldn't read in from good test taking seals, uh, just transferred to K state this year from Nebraska. Uh, but yeah, Deuce Vaughn is the real the real talent of that offense, certainly. And, and he's a guy that, uh, like you said, he, he he cuts us up. He's a he's a little dude, but he's quick. It's like uh, it's trying to you're trying to game plan against Baby Yoda out there, mm. except he's uh, he has smaller ears. Maybe maybe he has smaller ears. We don't know. I've never seen him without <laughs> a helmet. Okay. Uh, I, but, I, I yeah. definitely said last year that I mean last week that I was going to cut certain things that you said, but that is definitely going to be the clip, and I'm going to make sure I do that. <laughs> yeah, so we are the bad guys in this situation, you know, but uh, we are we are the, uh, the the bad guys in Star Wars, the Imperials, uh, and we are sort of we're we're having a game against Baby Yoda, but he's not being protected <laughs> by the the helmet guy, and he's not being protected by Luke Skywalker, uh, and this isn't Disney Plus. So we're probably just going to punch him in the face and then win by 30 something. Like but uh, that is, that is the threat. Yeah. And really the, the thing that worries me the most about K state is the fact that, and our, our live listeners that have been listening uh, sort of the early access. And then the people that, that listened to our previous review of Nebraska will note that K state has a kicker who is not a 4.0 engineering major He's just Shut majoring up. in like general business and oh just barely, God. not again, barely scraping along. So they will be able to make the kick if it comes down to that. Oh my God. They've made kicks for us in the past. I checked yes. it. And this I is mean, not, this is not kicking. Bobby. This is not Bobby. Someone told me in the car. Like I did some deep dive analysis hey, to figure out this kid's. Hi, but, but give me, give me this. Let's, let's go back to 2014. OU Kansas state at home. Um, who was the kicker for OU and who, and what was the reason we lost? K-State kicked a field goal for the win because we missed an absolute, what was it, like a 25-yarder or some crap like that? It was a chip oh, shot. What, oh, no. what is occurring right now? Uh, oh, uh, I didn't know. I had no, <laughs> no idea what Bobby there's, just There's Danny up. Stutzman right there. Yeah, punch <laughs> right in the face. That's Danny go, Stutzman. But uh, anyways, uh, shout out to I, I Onion was... Burgers being half of Bobby's YouTube recommended. I, uh, <laughs> I, I was. All I, I need to. Blur, I need to go back and blur that out. <laughs> I, I, I saw, all I saw. We have, we have some like Lego. Lego. We have a Lego Star Wars video on there. Random like Arsenal Brentford match highlights. Hey, damn so just had to put me on blast oh. like that man that's that's tricky no that's a good okay. thing i was i was i said that as a segue into you mentioning that uh you host a tailgate at the ou games but oh, oh thanks yeah hey uh let's let's talk about what do you guys want to see from the ou's defensive side of the ball and then we'll kind of talk about what we want to see from the offensive side of the ball 
um, after that. I, I think the defense side of the ball really for me, and I kind of hinted at it, is I think the defensive line obviously needs to do their part in stopping Deuce Vaughn. Um, but I want to see the linebackers play well again. And we saw that, you know, last week in Nebraska. I think Danny Stutzman needs to have a big game and needs to getting needs to get a lot of tackles. And I think Deshaun White at the cheetah position, um, you know, he should he's going to play the whole game. He did not get suspended for the first half because it occurred right at the end of the second quarter. So he's not going to lose any time because of his targeting. I think that he needs to have a big game as well. Those guys that are running around, plugging up the gaps, will be big in stopping this rushing attack for K-State. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's key. It's 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 going to come down to that defense because I, I think K-State, you know, outside of, you know, uh, we were talking about that edge rush that guy that they had um, you know, in the last pod. Um, mm-hmm. Outside that, of that, a, I... Buki or a Doki, something like that. Yeah, I... I <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I just don't, I don't think they're that tricky. Um, obviously they held Tulane to 17, but you know, I don't know, just completely shut K-State's defense or offense down. That's a win. Um, if Tulane can hold them to 10, I, I feel, I feel confident. Um, Anaduki Uzoma. I completely just botched that name. I combined it with NBA names, but I, I guess we're, what are we yeah. now? A first name pod? We're, we, I don't think we're a, we're just a bad we're just bad at names at this point. Which speaking of names, I, I can't not keep looking at Tulane's uh, roster right now. Some of these names just wild. Shout out to DD McDougal, uh, their wide receiver. Uh, they have a guy named uh, Lawrence Keys. So like a weird flip of Key Lawrence. Uh, oh, some some guy with the first name of Lummy. I don't know. Wild stuff. Let's let's we've been so far off um, this podcast, but it's been so much fun. Ty, do you have anything that you're expecting from the defense come Saturday? I do. Night? I do. Yeah, specifically the defense. And, and now we're going to dive into some actual previews. Uh, something that I've been talking about, if you go back and listen to our previous episodes, which if you haven't, I encourage you to. Uh, I promise it'll be worth your time if you enjoy this. But I've been talking about how our schedule this year, and I mentioned this heavily uh, in our Nebraska recap, our schedule this year, I'm viewing as uh, it's it, it's two halves of the season. And I think the first half of the season is very much, I would almost say, a curriculum leading up to OU Texas. OU Texas is our bowl game, is our championship, is our everything halfway through the year. And I talked about with our first two games being sort of just easing into everything. We had our very easy opponent. We had our a little bit more difficult opponent. And then in facing Nebraska, obviously a lot of extenuating circumstances, but defensively what we were presented was a bit more of a, of an air threat. And what we're being presented against Kansas state here uh, this coming weekend is our first sort of introduction to a very ground heavy ground dependent threat. Uh, and that's going to be our key. And, and just, I'll dive a little bit more into that. And then I think th- obviously the week after this, we play TCU. And I think that's where we sort of have our culminating practice exercise against a, a more complete team that should really hopefully segue us really nicely, low risk of injury. We eased into everything, rolling into our, our big game of the year against Texas. Um, but this game, like I alluded to, this is our, Let's really focus. We can really lean in, stop the run threat, get reps in, practicing against a a run threat here. And I think another thing that K-State is going to present to us uh, that we haven't really had presented against us this year is, and I'm not trying to dive into the Bobby sort of Chris Kleiman is the best coach in the Big 12 take, like he said, 
uh, it's a, if you go tune in, I don't know what episode, but there was an episode and he can't, if he wants to disprove me, he can name this, this specific episode and timestamp off of his head to disprove me. But Bobby did say at one point that Chris Kleiman was the best coach. In I didn't Big say 12. The best in the Big 12. I said he was better than Dave Aranda. No, which you, is said he's the, you said he is the best coach in the Big 12 and he will be coaching the Dallas Cowboys by 2025. Okay, well, I'll go in and find the timestamp. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Thomas told Jeez. me. So it must be. Oh true. my God. Uh, oh, but um, no, but it, in all seriousness, I think what we're going to see from K State is the first team that can really make adjustments to us. I think pure talent to talent, we outmatch them. Uh, I think we, if you really look at it empirically, anything can happen in college football, but we outmatch them in, in every way. But I think what we're really going to see from K State is a team that can make real adjustments and maybe make some stuff happen against us. Adrian Martinez is no slouch as a quarterback. I don't want to discredit him. He's in a, he's been in a bad system uh, and he still doesn't necessarily have the best tools, but he can make some stuff happen if he's, he's given the right circumstances and Deuce Vaughn is not the end all be all of running backs, but he has proven to, to really perform well. So I think we're going to see a really strong run threat, but I think defensively uh, specifically, we're really going to see our first offense of the year that can maybe make some adjustments and even if it doesn't work, they're going to present different things to us. And we're going to have to be on our toes and make some adjustments throughout the game. And I think ultimately it's going to be a good thing for us down the road. Again, that curriculum schedule. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it's a, it's definitely a big challenge still and um, definitely massively important for the defense. Um, because like you said, it's an upgrade over Nebraska by far. This Kansas State team might not be that great after what we saw, you know, with Tulane, but we know how weird and tricky they can be. You know, they still have Tulane still has Michael Pratt, uh, a name that, you know, automatically sends shivers down my spine. But um, no, it, it, this is this is a big step for the defense, and I think they'll show up and be ready. Um, you know, this is Brent Venable's alma mater. Uh, so, you know, hopefully there's not a weird Lon Kruger-like connection where he can't beat K-State, but um I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. Hey, everybody. It's Bobby Howard. And before we start the show, I just kind of want to talk to y'all for a second. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of college football preview podcasts. And, you know, it's it's really been great. It's gotten me hyped for the season. And one reason it's been great to listen to is because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. You know, I really like the versatility of Raycons. If you're really wanting to lock in, really just immerse yourself in what you're doing, that is where the noise isolation feature comes in. Just block everything out. It's great. But you know what? Sometimes you can't just, you know, shell yourself off. So that's where you go to awareness mode, where you can have some audio come in. You can do errands. You can act like a normal human being and uh, still listen to what you want. So I feel like that's actually pretty great. The Raycons really are great, though, whenever I'm not editing the podcast. Just kick back, listen to some red dirt. Feels like you're right in the middle of Kane's ballroom. It's great. I love it. So, look, if you want to be like me, jump on the Raycon train. Go to buyraycon.com TPPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. 
That's buyraycon.com slash TPPN to score 15% off. One more time, that is buyraycon.com slash TPPN. Use promo code TPPN15. That's TPPN15. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. So... Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN, only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Back to the scooter pod. Um, offensively, like like I mentioned, I, th- I think... Uh, not too concerned. I'm not too concerned either. So, Jim, mm. Jameson, what are you? What are you kind of looking at overall? We we haven't really talked about offense. Um, mm. uh, what what are you looking at offensively for the Sooners to really shine? It's definitely going to be Dylan Gabriel's ability to make decisions faster. I think he's still holding on to the ball for too long. We saw it a little bit in the first half versus Nebraska. He had a couple of coverage sacks, and I think it's the pass blocking for sure. We talked about it. You know, K-State has a pass rush where it can be dangerous. They have a guy that could be drafted and be high in the draft. Uh, I think I saw one mock draft had him going in the first round. So this is serious talent that we're going against, and we haven't had to face that yet in terms of a pass rush. Can Dylan Gabriel still sit back in the pocket and take his sweet merry time and let those you know receivers get open? Or does he have to make his decisions a little bit quicker? Let's see if he continues to improve as he's been doing just gradually every single game. I'm expecting him to take a bigger step. I think in terms of grading, he was about an 82 grade um, game one. Then he went up to like an 85 and he went to an 88 last game. Let's see if he can have an A game where he doesn't make too many mistakes, puts up three or four touchdowns and shuts down Kansas State. That's definitely what I'm looking at um, come Saturday night. Yeah. Definitely like that progression, getting better, you know, at operating it as a whole, you know, getting rid of those, you know, kind of smaller inefficiencies that, you know, by the time we get to the Baylor's, the Oklahoma State's uh, Red River in a couple weeks, that's only three weeks away. Um, you know, you those type of things can kill you in close games. Um, thankfully, OU hasn't had that issue. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I think eliminating those will be key and you know i I gotta say shout out in the comments richard young we haven't turned the ball over yet once this year have we other than turn yeah yeah, yeah. oh like garbage time we had a fumble we had yeah i thought we fumbled we had a fumble last week we had a fumble last week in the i think late third uh but it was uh like our fourth string running back i don't recall his name oh okay we have not had an interception though davis bevel lost the fumble yeah so that, yeah. But, anyways, I, I but yeah, Dylan around. Gabriel not getting a turnover is good. That's good. But good Absolutely. quarterbacks, yes, just do the bare minimum. You know, in eighty-eight percent, you know, that's 
pretty good grade. Very happy with that. But he's not an A yet until he starts making his difference and, you know, trimming off some of that mistakes. But yeah, Ty, Ty, what do you think about the offense coming into this game on Saturday? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm a bit more, I'm not as optimistic as you guys, uh, but in not a bad way. I don't think I'm going to see, I think there might be some little improvements. I, I expect to see a, a gradual improvement in the O-line every single week, uh, barring injuries. Like I mentioned, I expect to see a gradual improvement in, uh, timing and sort of that chemistry between a quarterback and his receivers between Gil- Dylan Gabriel and our various receivers uh, week by week. And I expect to see our playbook expanding week by week, even just minimally. And it, we might not see it uh, on the field. You know, we might not end up calling those plays, but, but new things are being introduced and you have to keep in mind the situation that these coaches and this coaching staff took over in, uh, it is, it, we're still in very much a, our rebuilding year. They just took over. We're dealing with a lot of, of, uh, patchwork situations and, and we have a ton of tremendous talent. We have a ton of tremendous coaches, but this is not the built system. This is, we are, are we're cooking with leftovers here with this, with this, uh, team. And that almost makes it, that almost sort of diminishes, uh, what it is. It's it, we're, we're trying to make something tremendous occur with, with volunteers, so to speak, uh, instead of sort of recruited and, and refined paid employees. We're, we're in the startup stages of this to just throw out as many analogies as possible. But I, in short, I don't really expect there to be anything noticeable. If anything, I think it might realistically, I don't think we're in any danger of this even being a, a close game. It'll be a double digit game. Uh, the, are we going to cover? We'll get into that this Wednesday on the weekend spread, but It'll be a it'll be a double digit game. I don't think we're on upset alert. I don't think it's going to be close or risky. But I think a lot of people, if they don't really look at it objectively, might step away from this thinking that offensively we've taken a step back because I think we're going to be seeing and, and you know K State is no slouch, but again they're not that impressive. We've been playing some of the least impressive teams out there at least statistically right now. Uh, I think a lot of people might might look at this and say, oh, OU's taking a step back. Things aren't that good. We've been averaging 500 plus yards of offense uh, a game, which is crazy uh, when you when you really look at it. I, I don't know that we're really going to be looking at this offense come uh, next Sunday or Monday when we do the recap and saying, oh, we took vast steps, steps forward. I think we will take a step forward regardless, but I don't know if it'll be noticeable and it might almost look like we didn't, but we are continually – we're cranking up the heat, you know. OU is is the lobster in the pot uh, right now, and and we are that that pot is is boiling even more. And and one of you guys is going to have to start talking here. This analogy is going to get worse. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, mean, I, I I just couldn't stop thinking of this meme that I saw the other night, where it was uh, what the lobsters that hadn't been cooked yet, but were still alive, were on the Titanic. We're feeling like, and I just laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> These lobsters got their freedom. Okay, this is this is turning bad. This is what happens when you go an hour and a half straight. But yes, Ugh. please, Bobby, take now an, take over for me. An hour and a half straight with one, you know, one of the three people having just driven back from Lincoln, like a seven-hour drive off, like no sleep because O Street is fun. Uh, o Street, yeah, Bobby, and, I can tell you're uh, losing your voice too. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I. I I, I yelled pretty hard at that game. So it was pretty fun. Um, great time. Definitely recommend it. If I were, yeah, Bobby, real quick. If I were one of the lobsters on the Titanic, you know, and I just, <laughs> such an improbable thing had just occurred, 
you know what the first thing I would do is I because you that's like a ridiculously lucky. I'd be feeling lucky. I would go immediately sign up for DraftKings with promo code <laughs> TPPN. Oh yeah, uh, and look at some daily yeah. fantasy and whatever is legal in my state. And you know what? I would get that that promo code. I'd get some some free gambling money, and I'd probably win because I think they have some special. You minus thirteen. You can check out it in the bio. And I'd get some wins, and I would go on over to Raycon and get some Raycon headphones. Again, promo code TPPN. That's what I would do TPPN if I were a 15. lobster. Wow. Yeah, if I were on, to get 15% off, that's luckier than being a lobster on the Titanic is getting 15% oh, yeah. off some Raycon headphones. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, you know, a deal like that is, you know, like one in two million, just like the uh, odds of finding a blue lobster in the wild. So okay, we're just talking about Facebook videos now. All in all, okay, the lobster is real. Our... The blue, the blue lobster is real. But um, anyways, no, like if yeah, you, if, um, yeah. If you I want more say... of our thoughts on K State, definitely, I will go more in depth come weekend spread. So if y'all are listening right now, I know that we had a couple of people hit us to get over 400 subscribers. Uh, I know we got 25 viewers right now. Hit subscribe if you're on already, and we'll talk more about the K State betting line minus 13 for OU. At home versus a team coming off a loss to Tulane. Is that delicious? Is that a little bit spicy? We'll be talking about that on Wednesday. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. So make sure to check that out in the coming days when we bring on our pal Boaten Blake. But guys, I think that's all we have for Kansas State. What do y'all think? We uh, good to wrap this thing up? Yeah, I, I think we really hit it. Um, offensive line is the biggest group on offense I'm looking at. And then defense is going to be the linebackers. Absolutely. Yep. Ty, you good? Final thoughts? Yeah, guys, I, this was an emotional, sort of casual, fun uh, podcast. We like to ride on the vibes sometimes, you know. We if it, we don't, we we like to to mix in some hard stats and stuff, but we like to we like to ride on the vibes and, and feeling and, and having a good time. So uh, we would love any and all feedback, positive or negative. Please look to leave us a review or or hit us up with some feedback, however you see fit. We we truly do appreciate. Uh, all of it as long as it's serious, you know, and 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 we appreciate it if it's not serious as long as it's funny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you guys so sincerely much for your time and for supporting uh, what we love to do. And uh, we we really look forward to this game. Quick mention, I got to sell it again. If you're on the fence whether or not to go to this game, it's going to be the most competitive game all year. I think we're firmly going to win it. We have a sunset time of 727 really good weather the game kicks off at seven if you have not seen the new led lights and the atmosphere in the stadium after dark it is so worth it i i I don't want to google it right now but i would assume the tickets are not too terribly much i think you can still they were not have tickets okay well it's it it might be worth it either way you you never know how many night games we're gonna have left (laughs) Uh, the opening of, of conference play. I think the lights being so cool and the atmosphere being so cool uh, last week, maybe bumped up the price of these tickets for people that had FOMO or wanted to come see it. These, but, uh, these are expensive right now. It was right truly, now. truly. Okay. Well, so it might still be worth it. I would encourage you. Uh, I don't know what, what the ticket price is. I guess they're expensive. Like a hundred if you're pretty if much. It's, if it's, okay. Well, if it's, if it's in your budget and you're on the fence, uh i would if i don't know if this is going to be a deciding factor for anyone listening but i would implore you to to very seriously consider it it's it is so so cool it's 
such a tremendous value add to OU's stadium atmosphere. And it is great at retaining people in the stadium. Everywhere was full. People wanted to see it. People stay for it. Just the entertainment production value is, is great. And I think our Sooners are going to perform stellarly. I don't know if that's even a word in our opening of conference play here against the purple Dallas Cowboys from Kansas. Fair enough. Fair enough. I no, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a, a really great atmosphere. I'm, thrilled i'm excited uh so can't wait to get back at it at the home place so all right for me jameson and ty this has been the schooner pod preview of oklahoma and kansas state we will see you in the coming days when we pick the full slate on the weekend spread with uh boat and blake so all right that's all we got for today have a good rest of your week boomer sooner everyone